Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So welcome to me torture. <laughs> I think I may be about to torture a metaphor to death, which is not unlike what's happened to the ficus benjamina in my office three, whatever it was, three years ago when I moved into my um, little cottage that I now call home. I went to Ikea and as well as buying my small little table, I bought a ficus benjamina, which is, I mean, you, you may not know the name, but you've, you have seen one of those plants. It's an incredibly popular indoor house plant. It, it's very often grown in a pot. Obviously it's, it has little, lots of little trunks that come up and kind of meld together and you get versions with nice, very, very gated leaves, which is what I had. In fact, if you've watched any of my videos or if, uh, I don't know if we've talked or whatever. You might even have seen it in the background of some of my photos on the website. It's, um, you know, this is a plant that, uh, likes sunlight, but dappled sunlight really, and doesn't like to get either too, too cold or too warm or too wet. And anyway, I mean, defying all expectations, uh, it's still alive or at least it, it was still alive. And then whenever it was, a Earlier on in the summer, I put it in the wrong window because I, there's one of the things about these tiny cottages. I mean, this cottage was, was, you know, it's mid 1600s, uh, and it was basically, we think a cow shed at some point. So the windows are not, you know, well, to say they're not great, they're, they're almost not there. There's one or two, there's two windows in the ground floor of my, of my little office. Um. And both of which face the sun in the morning and what, anyway, I tend to try and move the ficus over. You're really, I, I, I'm just thinking how interested you must all be in this, but I'm going to push on. I moved the ficus to the wrong window or to, to a window at the wrong time and then forgot about it. And essentially while I was away, um, the ficus got absolutely blitzed by the sun. So not dappled sunlight, but absolutely full on baking hot temperatures. It completely dried out and essentially, um, <laughs> The leaves all turned into excellent kindling, really. And I thought I'd killed it. I really thought I'd killed it. But, but I felt really, <laughs> honestly, I, obviously I felt really bad about the fact that, that, that I'd done that. And ever since, and it's probably, that probably happened three months ago now, I have been trying to sort of gently coax it, gently nurse it back to health, which started with, um, watering, but not too much and feeding, but not too much. And just, just yesterday I, well, about a month ago, I started to see a couple of little green leaves and tiny, tiny shoots really. And yesterday I repotted it. There's more green leaves now. And one of the things that I've been doing is getting rid of all of the, the excess. So it, it, it looked like it had been microwaved, honestly, it just, you know, the, the leaves were brown and crunchy and I've been, I've been getting rid of all the stuff. I mean, one of the things we do, you, I mean, you, you probably know this, obviously you'll know this cause you're smart, intelligent, well-rounded people that, that if you want things to grow very often, what we need to do is to, to, um, prune them. We prune them. So the energy that's coming up through the, through the soil and coming in through the leaves 
gets to go to the place where it needed most. So I've been pruning my ficus and this is one of the things that's made a big difference. I mean, first of all, it looks like, even though the, the, the twigs are bare, the branches are, are very bare, it looks so much better because I've got rid of all of the crunchy, all of the dead, all of the, you know, the kind of the useless leaves that weren't doing anything. And I've also got rid of a couple of dead, um, sort of little trunks as well, little, little branches coming up out of the ground. And it, what's happening is it's the momentum is building, it's compounding, it's exploding into life. This is partly me being hopeful. Um, and today I've been doing exactly the same thing. And here, after four minutes, 48 seconds, we finally get to the point. I've been doing the same thing with a client, uh, today. So it's a client I'm working for to develop a whole new set of web content. And it's, some of it's quite complicated. He, uh, he works in a particular, uh, area. There's a lot of, um, content in there, but also like a lot of people, the, the instinct is to add more. You know, the instinct is to add more because we think more convinces people, you know, and that's, that's one of those, those sort of things that, that seems to be true. But of course, counterintuitively, often the more we put into a sentence, the more we put into a paragraph, the more we put onto a page, the less people are likely to read unless it's really high qual quality. And one of the ways, of course, we do that exactly with the ficus, here we go back to the metaphor, I have tortured it to death really. Um, is by getting rid of some of the dead stuff, getting rid of the, you know, the classic, um, injunction to writers is omit needless words, but it's, it's about more than just getting rid of stuff. It's about, there's a certain amount of momentum in a sentence, in a paragraph, in a page. And what we want to do is we want to unblock not just getting rid of the needless stuff, but making sure that the rhythm flows and there's a kind of a music to that kind of language. And if we do that, I mean, I've been, you know, I spent this afternoon on the phone with my client for an hour, just going through, just going through bullets and uh, bullet points <laughs> and just working on them, you know, doing the craft, making them simpler, easier, more fluent. And exactly like I'm doing with the ficus, I'm getting rid of all the, the stuff that, that isn't helping and allowing the momentum in the sentence to, to focus on the stuff that, that we really need, because it's so easy. I mean, I think, you know, for, for an awful lot of my clients, I could say that, that, you know, if they write something, I can probably cut 20, 25, sometimes as much as 30%. And that's on average, you know, when we really focus on what's the rhythm of this piece what's the music you know what what where are we where are we wanting to put the momentum and um you know there's always more you can do i mean i I'm, i could look at any page on my website and go well that's not right that's not right that's not right but actually if you do it if you keep focusing on this kind of stuff it does become actually second nature to to write clearer prose to write um prose that people are more likely to read and of course if we want people to be convinced by anything, if we want our stories to mean business, there we go, folks, we're home. <laughs> we need to write sentences that are fluent. Thanks for listening. If you want to dig deeper into the ficus or indeed the stuff that I do online, search for story.business. Bye now.